Welcome to the empowering process. Listen, I need to share with you this very special guest that you're going to listen to. Her and I, Lori Seymour, had a great conversation. We talked about quantum leaps, connecting with the quantum field. We talked about what it feels like to be searching, know that there's something out there, but looking for it and the process that she went through and what she does now. So this is from self-doubt to self-love with Laurie Seymour. Listen, she's going to warm your heart and fill your soul. What a very special experience. Talk to you soon. You're listening to the Empowering Process Podcast with your host, Gail Kraft. Listen as she holds frank discussions around how your purpose, being present, and trusting your power impacts your life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, leader, or developing your vision, you'll find wisdom and insights you can utilize right now. Welcome your host. Well, hello, everybody. This is Gail Kraft from the Empowering Process Podcast. And I have with me a special guest, and we're going to be talking some amazing things. And her name is Laurie Seymour. Laurie comes to us. Hey, Laurie, thanks for coming. Thanks, Gail. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's be so much fun. So Laurie is the founder of the BACA, B-A-C-A Institute. And she's going to talk to us about what happened in her life that had her move from self-doubt to self-love? And she's going to talk about two successful careers, why it wasn't working for her, why she left, and why she is now a believer, as am I, in um, quantum physics and the quantum realm. Welcome, Lori. Thank you, Gail. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Oh, it's going to be so much fun, so much fun. So, um, so it is a journey, this um, enlightened uh, world that we're in. And um, some of us take a little longer than others to get there. Uh, some of us deny that voice in our head that tells us to go left and we go right anyway until we get the hit on the head. So tell us a little bit about your corporate career or business career, if you will, because um, you have two, two very different ones and why you left them and how you got into what you're doing now. Oh, geez. Not okay. And you've got 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me reframe that a little bit because yep. um, really I started out, not, I was not in corporate. I, my original mm, passion and, and journey because it was my own, they were my own questions, was into being a psychotherapist. Right, right, right. So uh, I did that for a number of years and and I, I can say that I went into that world because I grew up feeling like I know there's something more. I don't know what it is. Or, and maybe, and I, th I really thought that everybody else did know. Right, didn't and, we though? <laughs> yeah, and so I was looking outside of me for those answers. I was looking to other people to tell me what that is, but I didn't even know how to ask. I didn't, right. I didn't know to ask that. But I did have to learn about my own emotional world and and therapy was a great place to do that. 
both being a psychotherapist and being being a, a therapist, being in therapy. You know, um, so I'd, I'd like to stop there for for a minute because it is a journey. It absolutely right? is. it is a journey, and for many people, the start of that journey is through therapy, mm-hmm. right? And so there is definitely a place for therapy. Oh. From my perspective, like I just got a text today from someone who, you know, is at their wits end because they still haven't hit pay dirt, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. They've gone through therapy. They've gone through, you know, and those are the people that come to me. They've gone through therapy. Yeah. They've gone through coaching and they're still, something is still missing. And it's when you get to that, but something is still missing, Right. 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 But many times you have to do the healing process. And therapy is a great place to start that. It, it is. And it's a great place. I don't think it comes to the completion. And so right. the person that called you that said, ah, I still haven't hit pay dirt. I don't know what pay dirt is in that situation, though, because it, I don't think there is a there to. There is, to. <laughs> right. But there is a, an owning the process and understanding the process mm-hmm. and being master of the process. And what I would say is that for me, the getting to was that place of self-love because there was a, always, always, always because I went into therapy, first of all, and did it. Mm, I was really in the human potential movement, my training, my experience, my work was all around, you know, we have this great potential and how can we tap more into that? Right. And, and that still is, is my theme, but doing it from the world of therapy only took me so far because I don't even think that we continue to always need to be healed. There comes a point where it's like, yeah, that, okay. If I think I always have to be healed, that first of all implies I'm broken. Right. Second of all implies that we don't have this capacity to to make quantum leaps. Right. And I don't mean spiritual bypass, like oh everything's oh, blissful. Thank you. <laughs> but I do mean that in a moment something can change, and that's what happened for me. Was it was in an energetic experience, but I received these energies that allowed me to drop into this place where I felt so much love, just not love from the person who was there on the other side of me, not, not anything else, but just like, just love. And it was such an exquisite experience. And it was not a one off. It was a something has changed in my at the cellular level it's a shift it's a physical shift it's a physical tangible shift so that i could then it's not like self-doubt never came back right (laughs) um but what i found over the course of the next months at that point in my life was that i'd have to remember oh usually i'd be doubting myself that's not here and, and I realized, and that it, that was actually one reason I left being a psychotherapist, is I saw what was possible that therapy had never gotten me to. All of the, the workshops, the therapy, the growth experiences, they hadn't gotten me to this place of feeling like that hole 
just didn't exist anymore in me. And, and, you know, it was interesting. I, I wrote a blog this week and, you know, the beginning of the blog was, you know, I don't want you to understand, <laughs> get out of your head, mm, right? Stop mm. reading the book, stop listening to the podcast, stop, you know, intellectualizing. Except for this one, except for this one, listen to this, this one. This podcast is fantastic, <laughs> but we're still not going to, to, to help you get there we are going to give you information that you can take um, and imply apply it's all about integration right well it's about integration and i would also say from in my experience that it's about having the experience so in my work with energy i, I was open to be able to facilitate experiences so that people can have that experience of what that is Right. And once you have that experience, what happens is you have something that you can use as a kind of gauge, if you will. So for me and my self-doubt, I'd say, okay, there's the self-doubt. You know, that's my head coming into place. I'm mm -hmm. trying. That's to the story. Mm -hmm. That's the story. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to make sense of this. And all I'm doing at that point is using what I already know. And it's using that part of the brain, the amygdala, that wants to keep you safe, that uses all your past experiences to, to judge and evaluate this particular current situation. Right. And so the other side of that is, now I know what that feeling of self-love is. And instead of doubting myself, do I have this feeling? Is that feeling that I experienced is that there when I'm in self-doubt? Oh, no, it's not. This this self-doubt feels so kind of yucky in my body. Right, in my body, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. and yes. in my body. And so I started to understand and, and to discern what was truth and what wasn't. And that right. feeling of self-love, I identify as truth. Yes because that is, from my perspective, where we come from. Mm -hmm. That's what that, that source, that energy, uh, call it Buddha, call it God, call it Allah, call it, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's love. It's love. It, it's, it's, it, it's pure, unadulterated, no matter what, love. Yeah. And, and in right? self-doubt, there's judgment. There's judgment about me. There's judgment about the situation or about mm -hmm. someone else. And, mm -hmm. And what I've found is that self-doubt takes me down an old, old, old path and it keeps me constricted and it doesn't allow me to reach for or and receive new opportunities and new possibilities, right. new ideas. Right. right, right. And and be open to them. So mm -hmm. what's, what's interesting um, this year, my one of my journeys is uncovering the truth right and when i say that absolutely every single thing we have been taught in our life has been taught with a purpose for us to conform and to be manipulated we're in a society right and there are boundaries and there are rules and right and some of them have a a purpose that is valid Mm -hmm. And so I take a look and say, okay, you know, I can see where this is valid. And some of them have a purpose of simply to control. 
Right. Right. And and so I look at absolutely everything, mm-hmm. right? And go, so where is the truth mm-hmm. in the middle of the lie? Because right. there is a, a kernel of truth in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how, you know, if you think of the matrix, that's how we took the blue pill, right? Blue pill, red, mm-hmm. red pill, right? That's how we took the wrong pill because we could see the truth in the pill and uh-huh. pass the lie, right? right? right. And I, I call it marketing 101. Marketing 101 says you get someone to say yes, and then you can sell them anything. So you give them the truth mm-hmm. and they go, yep, that's true. All right. So you know that the world is in chaos right now. And I have to tell you the only way that we can get past that. And so now you're selling them the only way. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. It's really right. Brilliant. right. And it's destructive. Yes. And if we look around at the world as we, as it's portrayed to us, I feel like we're seeing a certain level or dimension of truth, but it's not truth like capital t truth right it's not the truth well it comes back to what you said love right love and if there's not love in that vision there's something there's some way we're we're not seeing the truth we're seeing a piece we're seeing what we've been designed to see we've we're seeing what we've been mm, brainwashed to see and I, i don't mean that in any way as a conspiracy it's just like you said, we live in a society. And so we live in a society. We, it, it's, I wrote a post, a blog post years ago about inner law and outer law. <laughs> and outer law we know about. <clears throat> That's why we need attorneys and we need to you know, go through contracts and legalese. But inner law does exist. And inner law has to do with how we live life so that we stay in alignment with that truth, so that we stay from that place of love. Right. And, and that's where we go beyond judgment, not, not, not pulling the wool over our eyes. Well, so, so let's stop at judgment. Um, I spend a lot of time with clients frequently on, um, on attachment. And judgment is part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between being judgmental mm-hmm. and judgment, right? The, the, the Kabbalah okay. tells you that part of the tree of life mm-hmm. is judgment. That's one of one of the energies is judgment. Mm-hmm. We call that karma. Mm. Uh, that judgment piece okay. is karma because what it is, Karma is not bad. Karma no, doesn't. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to see your connection. I see where I'm going. Yeah. So, so karma is neither good or bad. It is just energy. Mm-hmm. We create a wave of energy, and that energy comes back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. love attraction. We put out what we want. We get it back. Right. It's, it's, it's the energy wave that we create. Um, and so the judgment that we get back is a reflection of what we have already put out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's judgment. Yeah. Can we differentiate between judgment and discernment? Because that's uh, what I what I think of is it's we have to learn discernment. Like, well, that's choices. that's and, choices. Well, it's more than choices. I'm thinking about how I look at something. Do I know am, am I to go left or right? 
if my ego is there, my personality gets all excited about something, I'm going to want to go this way. And I'm going to say, yeah, that's, you know, that's my discernment. But the real learning of discernment, that inner law of discernment, mm -hmm. is how to get quiet, how to, or to get quiet, to get settled in yourself, to go beyond the emotion of the moment to that place where you're really connected with that bigger picture. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, I like the, the getting the quiet piece because mm -hmm. that is when you hear the whispers. And so for, for me, I used to ignore the whispers. I even ignored the nudge on the shoulders. You know, I mean, I literally had to be smashed against the wall before I'd be, oh, you were talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> you meant me? Right, right. Oh, I see. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and so learning to be quiet and trust myself mm -hmm. right right um that's part of the self-love because if you don't mm -hmm. love yourself you don't trust yourself to make good choices for yourself mm -hmm. right right and so it, it all it boils down to you know absolutely love and so how do we get there so talk a little bit about um how you got to this stage, if you will, and a little bit about your, your quantum um, field work. <laughs> Can I say one more thing about discernment? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> um, and that is just, it just is occurring to me as you were sort of summing that up, <clears throat> that, that we feel that sense of, we have that sense of discernment because of knowing that feeling of love mm -hmm. and knowing the feeling of not love. Mm -hmm. And you have and to know that, them both. And that for me is that place of discernment. Oh, this feels like feels like truth because truth has a feeling in the body mm -hmm. as a resonance. Mm -hmm. And yep. that's part of that, that quantum field is we are, we're not just connected to the field, we are the field, we are part of the field because we're energy. And our cells are energy and our cells are vibrating at a particular frequency. Well, that and um, so here's the thing. What came first, the chicken or the egg, right? <laughs> so in, in studying ancient wisdom, the earth was created or the world was created or this experience was created. If you want to say Big Bang, fine but it really is that energy, that source, gaining consciousness and saying, hey, let's play, <laughs> right? And taking that energy and making it denser and denser and denser to create mm -hmm. this dimension. To create form. Right, that's correct, mm -hmm. to create form. And so now we've got form and living beings that are in this form who mm -hmm. now have the capacity to tell stories and right no other animal tells stories but human beings <laughs> right and so we tell stories of each other and we ask questions and one of the questions is where did we come from mm. right mm -hmm. what is that and so in doing that and so this is why it's cyclical we create 
expansion in that field mm -hmm. because we put our desires and our thoughts and our dreams up there or there wherever we say up it's not who knows. Up, yes. it, it's yeah. really around mm -hmm. right and that in turn goes oh yes that would be fun let's make it right and brings it down into this density and so we live multi-dimensional mm -hmm. Right, we exist multi-dimensional. We are just conscious of the third right now. <laughs> Unless we're also conscious of others, you know. Well, we're, we are. We are. We're yeah, conscious of the, the fourth, and we're conscious mm -hmm. of the fifth for sure because we dream. That is the fourth dimension. In fact, we think fourth dimensionally. Fourth dimension is no time and space. Mm -hmm. And I can plan for next week, and I can remember last month. That's no time and space. I can do that in the here and now mm -hmm. that's fourth dimensional activity or energy, right? Fifth dimensional is when you get that brilliant idea of <laughs> holy crap, I just got a download or brilliant idea or a thought or idea just came to me mm -hmm. that is unique and different. That is again, allowing that energy to flow. It's yeah. And the way I see that is that because we are part of this quantum field, it's undifferentiated, meaning it has not come down into form. We, by virtue of our own, our own way of being and our own way of working within this field, and I don't mean actively, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I don't mean it's a step-by-step -step way, but each of us have our own unique style or way of being in life. Mm -hmm. And and that way of being in life contributes to how it is that I interact with that quantum field. Right. For example, um, there are people that get these brilliant ideas to make something. Like they see something formed and then they have to make it. Right. And the maker is one of my four quantum connection styles. And it's, it, they're, it's fascinating to me because it's not how I personally work. Right. Although sometimes, you know where it is? When I cook. That's and mine is when I write. Mm -hmm. Writing for me is not the same as in terms of the making, because I right. write a lot, but it's not, it's a different kind of things. It's something I do with my hands mm -hmm. in, a, in a way. It, it's just my own way of making those distinctions. Right. Um, and so the, the journey then is, okay, I've got this idea and it's come to me because of my unique makeup. But it doesn't mean that it hasn't gone to 20 other people. Oh, so here's, here's, and, uh, I, I've got to tell, I love this conversation. <laughs> so, so recently, um, a while ago, maybe two, three months ago, mm -hmm. I was getting, you know, ideas and thoughts and downloads so fast. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'd be like, guys, I'm in the third dimension. Give me a break. Give me a break. And so I was speaking with a spiritualist friend of mine and he said, stop resisting. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, right. So I was like, yeah, the okay, resistance sets up quite a, a, a tension in the body, right? And it's to, and 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 they'll be talking, and I won't hear, right? They'll be communicating, and won't and I won't be picking up. So I'm like, okay, so, so all right, so just I will act on what I can. And then I thought, because what I don't act on, you'll just give to somebody else, and it'll get done there, and that's okay too. Yeah, and here's another piece to that, because I absolutely agree. And here's another piece. 
there are people who are very sensitive and will pick up all sorts of things. And I suspect you're one of them. And some of those ideas aren't for you or aren't for the person who is receiving them. I will be with a client and realize that something that had come to me is for them. Right. And I can share that and they can do what they want with it. Right. And it's it, That's where discernment comes in and asking the, the additional questions in energy. Is this for me? Am I to do it? Am I to do it now? There are some things that I receive that it's clear I have to do this now. Right. And it because everything is set up in the field for it to be able to be manifested then. Right. But there may be that opportunity where I'm not to do the timing isn't right. And or I just don't I don't I don't I'm not gonna do it now. And then oh, like absolutely. you said, it'll go to someone else. It'll go to someone else. And if I try to make it happen, it is a mess. <laughs> exactly it is a, a mess right and and so sometimes so look, right now I have a book coming out it's, this is a perfect example uh-huh. and part it's coming out and the book is written it's ready to be reviewed um edited but I have meditations for certain chapters and mm-hmm. I have not gotten the meditations right mm-hmm. they're beautiful but you know oh I, I did this for that Sephora supposed to be for this one and it and then I stopped. I went because I'm trying to push the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So stop. <laughs> it, the, the, the term "divine timing" is not just a nice kind of sounding no. thing. Mm-hmm. I could call it the right timing. I mean, that, right? that resonates for me more. Right. But it's the right within how the field is working, how things are set up, because. I, the way I am and the way I work is that each day there is a new frequency that's coming in and that, and that impacts me, that shifts me, that brings in more light literally into the cells. And if I'm trying to do something that's old, it doesn't work because I'm not allowing that newness in and, and, and letting myself kind of start from scratch with that. Right, right, right. Right. So um, what I have found is that when I intentionally don't plan, Mm. I get so much done. (laughs) Because you're following the, what you're to do. Right. Plan, so to speak. Right. I'm not following a to do. No. Oh, when I speak to people, mm-hmm. like I, I've got my to do list. I'm like, ah, put it away, burn it. <laughs> or, or you know, okay, you've got your to do list, but ask. Right. What am I to do first? Right. Right. Do I have it in the right priority? Yeah. Is there I mean, something they... else that should be on there? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? And then when there's a dance with it rather than burn it or adhere to it. One of the um, episodes that I listened to years ago from Abraham Hicks, um, Esther was feeling overwhelmed. They had so much to do. Mm. And um, they were out to lunch. They were at some diner. And she got this message and she on and she calls it the placemat exercise on the placemat. 
-huh. drew a line down the middle. Mm -hmm. On the left side, she said, things I can absolutely accomplish today. You're lucky if you have three things that you can absolutely accomplish. Mm -hmm. On the right-hand side, she put, the rest is for the universe. And she wrote the rest down. Because somehow that stuff gets taken care of. It is amazing when I listen to, when I ask and I, and I get that there's a specific thing I'm to do that may not have been on the list or it may be fit right. on the list. Somehow the other things get taken care of or they're not important or, oh, well, here I thought I had to do all of that and, uh-oh. No, I don't. They don't even exist. Well, they're, they're, they're taken care of. Right, right. And um, yes, and in the order of things, so let me, I'll tell you about my book because it's really kind of going, gone full circle and kind of hilarious. <laughs> so I'm writing, I wrote the book because I was actually told you need to bring this forward. I'm like, mm. okay, this is ancient wisdom. Not like it's news, but okay, I'll bring it forward. Mm -hmm. So I created a training, mm -hmm. which was amazing when I gave the training. And then I went to offer it again and I got one person sign up. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, so. What's the deal? <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's not the training. So training is not what you wanted me to do to bring it forward. But the training I had to do to get my arms kind of like around it. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, because I got feedback and, and whatever. Okay. Okay. So I'll write the book because mm -hmm. if I write the book the book will be ready whenever the people who want to receive it uh, they can come to it instead of on my timing mm -hmm. it can be on their timing so I that's that yeah isn't that great so well, this is why the book is coming out in September right um, so I, I had the outline, you know, when you do a training, easy to change that into a book, guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You've done all the work. Exactly. You just exactly. have to put some content around that. Um, so I got the book. Uh, that's, I mean, that's helpful for me. That's it, giving me some other ideas. I'm working on three books right now to finish yes. them. <laughs> but you've just given me a fourth or fifth. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> see, just keep on going. Um, and then I got yesterday now gail you can do a training and the training idea is completely different than how i originally did the training based on the book right 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 and i'm like that is brilliant brilliant and right we're willing to surrender to those ideas that come and i say surrender deliberately because for right. so, me, I'll speak about me. I was so used to letting my head run the show. Oh, sure. I was trained to do. It's what I got accolades for. Yeah. Awards for literally. Yeah. Uh, and certainly what I got love for from my mother <laughs> uh, or well, love approval. Approval. Yes. Um, and it was a real hard unlearning to not surrender that, but to surrender to this bigger picture and to what was coming to me, what had been starting to come to me in energy and what, what my little voices, the little whispers would come and, and those instincts and the intuition. And now it's like, I recognize that all of that is part of my connection to the quantum field. Yeah. It's part of my, you know, that's one, that's the 
one level of saying it. Another is it's also it's my connection to source. And that as I allow for that, as I surrender to that, I thought surrendering meant I gave up something, that I gave up something of myself. You gave up resistance. That's one piece. And I give up the need to control. Right. And the need to, to understand that was really my thing is one. Yeah. To understand. That's, right. um, That's why I started that. I, I, I want you to understand. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but, but if you're still in that place, you don't understand what that means. You can't, right? I right. couldn't just do that. And no. so the person that I worked with for many, many years, that was the, the, the way that I started experiencing something different and it all came in energy. And so I, I, ended up being initiated as this Terea Grand Master. And what that meant really was that I could, was given the gifts to work with the, the higher consciousness energy symbols, with the energies in a particular way mm-hmm. that allowed people to open up to that for themselves. Because if and we don't open the, to that within ourselves and for ourselves, right. In in our timing, in our timing, and that um, as a, I want to say a reformed coach, because that's, (laughs) right, so you're a reformed psychologist, I'm a reformed coach, right? Um, What do we do with these reformations? Right. (laughs) Thank you for being part of my life. (laughs) Bye-bye. I so wanted to cram healing down people's throats. Mm. I so wanted to make them better. And now um, I recognize, you mentioned it earlier, we are not broken, Mm. right? We are exactly where we're supposed to be. We might be resisting the lesson, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right. We might even be li- resisting the gift because there's a gift in the lesson. Right. But when we embrace, so this thing happened. Mm-hmm. This thing is actually in the past, and the past isn't real anymore unless I make it so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, here's what I learned. And this is who I've become because of that lesson. How grateful am I? Right. 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 And thank you for that lesson. Now you stay there and I'm moving on. (laughs) And, and, you know, and that brings me to another one of the quantum connection styles, which is the bridge builder and part one aspect of the bridge builder, because it's quite multidimensional, is the capacity to be able to build the bridges for other people who have had those experiences that you've had and how do they get from here to here? How do they get from where they've been and what has happened, what they've, that they, what they've experienced of life to a place where they can start to use that in a creative way? And, and you know, Laurie, so I would say based on your, I don't like to put myself in a box, so. These aren't boxes. <laughs> okay, and so I would say that that's definitely what I do with mm-hmm. with my clients and you know if you ask me so what's your approach it every single one is different of course because every single person is different mm-hmm. right and what some people need from me is you know they're going to get from me what they're able to able to consume mm-hmm. and absorb mm-hmm. 
they're not going to get everything I have to offer because they're not able to consume it all. Some are. It's not needed. Yes. Yeah. Not absolutely. Circle back in the field of evolution and say, oh, I have a next step. And I think you might be able to bring me into that next step or help me. Right. Right. I have very few clients who have gone, I mean, are at the same level as me that they have evolved to, to that point, but that all of them have taken a huge leap in their lives, right? And, and are now integrating that into their everyday life. Many of them come back, like you say, mm-hmm. okay, so now what's next, Gail? I've done this right. and I've done that. I'm like, all right, let's see where the next step is for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's for you. So again, tell me more about your program. I'm so curious about what it well, is. I have a few programs, but yes. one, one, two that occur to me to speak to right here. Um, one is the Inner Guidance Mastery Blueprint, which is specifically around teaching people how to listen, mm-hmm. how to listen, how to speak in the moment, how to access that inner guidance, that inner guidance system, because it really, and I don't mean to make, mean it's a systematized kind of thing, but that it exists and is available for everyone. But we have to learn, how do you do that? How do you listen? How do you get quiet enough to do that? What does it feel like in the body? How do you pay attention to the body? How do you have discernment? Those kinds of things. And so it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful combination of teaching, um, experiencing, experiencing energetic experiences, mm-hmm. and coaching or questions and answers you know yeah mentoring guiding whatever yeah we want to use for that yeah yeah because because we don't coach we don't sit there and go you can do it you can do it no No. but i think that's what when you were talking about that idea of 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 uh the book coming from the program i thought i think i need to write that book even though that's embedded in everything else that i write i think i may need to write that book (laughs) right it might be that time yeah it might be and i think it's it's that the universe, the third dimension, this plane of existence is ready um, to sit back and reflect, Mm, mm. right? And I think that's what we're doing. I went to um, Agape one time. Agape is um, Michael Beckwith's church Mm -hmm. in uh, California, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And you know who Michael Beckwith is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, and so when I lived on the West Coast, if I was in LA, of course I went. And I was there with some friends at this particular time. And that month, his focus was remember to remember. Exactly. Right. And that hit me so profoundly because we, we made a choice to come here. We said, yes, I will live that life. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will do that thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so we do have a purpose, not a grand purpose, guys. Sometimes our purpose is to experience, right? Right. And it's a purpose that continues to evolve. Right, right. Um, and it's not single-threaded. Exactly. That's what I mean about it evolving. Right. Right. Exactly. It's not, it's not single threaded. We are here for multiple reasons, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're too complex, right? Um, but I love that you're talking about remembering because yes. that is what I've been writing about all week. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up guys. <laughs> 
and, and really it is because that's the remembering, the remembrance of where I came from mm-hmm. and that I am this love. Right. And so also remembering is the other, another program that I do is the inspiration into action, which is, is a shorter but intense program, intensive program over a weekend that has to do with, okay, you know the energy of inspiration and here's more of that. And here's how to keep that inspiration alive as you're making the idea real. Right. What people tend to do is get caught up in the, okay, I've got the idea. Yes, it was a download. It was inspired. But they forget that that guidance is still available for every single step of your strategy, of your marketing, of your timing, of of everything. Oh, I say, so now what's the next step? Exactly. What do I do next? Now, what do I do now? Right? Because people get get really burnt out and they lose the joy of the creative process, of the creating process. And it's so joyful. It's so much fun. I will say. When you're, when you're lined up with it, it can be exhausting. It can be thrilling. Yes. But it, it's because you're lined up with that we were, I'm calling it inspirational energy, but it really, you're, you're, you're connecting with the energy of the idea and letting yourself stay with that. And Laura, it is sexy and it is sensual (laughs) and it is orgasmic Mm -hmm. because creation, it's just delicious. It's juicy. It's right. And even, right. And even the tough times, because you've solved a problem, you've overcome a, a and roadblock you it flowed yes it's, yes. it's extraordinary the miracles yes. the <clears throat> excuse me the joy of of experiencing that never gets old <laughs> it never gets old it never gets old you know um one of the things i did because i do come from corporate um yeah i didn't even I, talk about that i did do a whole corporate stint as, I, a, I know. as a solutions engineer but I didn't talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was very successful. I was in in the sea level for a while and stepped Mm -hmm. down from that because it was terrible for me. It's great for some people. It was terrible for me. Um, But one of my claims to fame is that I could implement anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it never occurred to me that the projects I received would be projects no one else wanted, though it always was, uh, and right. projects that took years for people to work on and they couldn't get it off the ground. Never ever occurred to me that those were the projects I received. What occurred to me was who owns what, who needs to be on board, how do they work together, get mm-hmm. out of their way, get out of their way. Mm-hmm. After you get the right people together and you get the energy flowing. This is, this is crafting the flow formula in my book. Mm. You get the flow going, mm-hmm. leave them this alone. Is, that's co-creation. Yes. So and a more advanced program that I do is, is quantum co-creation. And right? it's about both the co-creation that happens in alignment with presence and the co-creation that then happens within the, the team, within the group, within the, you know, whatever the, the particular structure is. Right. Right. And that is so exciting to me because that's the best, that's the place I always want to be in with people. <laughs> in that place of co-creation. Right. And, and collaboration is like the, 
<clears throat> it's the it's the three-dimensional process that takes place but let's take it in and bring in this whole other awareness of the energy and the energy field and the the willingness to receive those energies if and you, you're off the charts if you let that be part of your opportunities shall we say mm -hmm. um things just drop in your lap right right they, they just drop in your i have um a opportunity coming up in two weeks uh that when it was first presented to me i was like I don't know if I want to do this. And then it's one of those then, projects no one else wanted. <laughs> well, no, it's it's like I, I'd already presented to this group and I don't want to present the same stuff. And then I got, we'd like you to work with so and so and create. And I'm like, that's it. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 And he, and I got on the phone with him and he's like, yeah, I was like not really excited about doing the same thing either. And then when they said to work with you, I'm like, oh, yes, you got exactly. it. Exactly. Then you get but, to create something brand new. And it is brand new. I mean, we're like, oh, we could do this. Oh, let's yeah, do exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> I used to teach at the college level and graduate school level often. And I couldn't teach the same course too many times because even though it was always new and like that, it was like, no, I was being moved on. Right. So I had to do what was then real for me and energy had energy for me not to go backwards. Well, that's the journey of the teacher. Mm. The journey of the teacher is not to teach the same subject over and over because in the teaching, in my when I train and when I write, uh -huh. I am learning something new. Exactly. Right. And so You're bringing through something new. Yes. Yes. And so the next time that we talk about the same subject, you're going to hear something different. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, I, there, I, I wonder if you experience this. Uh, I suspect you do. Even if the words are the same or the, the teaching is the same, the words will never be the same. But even if the teaching message is the same, that the energy of it is different, the energy that comes with it and that it probably is more impactful than the words that is what is always fresh and new so i always have been an energetic teacher mm -hmm. um didn't before i understood it right um and i would have people say i could feel you come in the room because i could feel mm -hmm. your energy come mm -hmm. in the room right right and as an energetic teacher and again i didn't understand what was going on at the time Mm -hmm. You know, I would scan who's in the room and adjust what was going on based on that. But you would also bringing in because you're open to your own experience of the field and then you're bringing in your here's how I understand it. it I'm, I'm sure this is a stopping point on along the way is that in my own kind of daily or regular evolution, there's a new frequency that comes in. Mm -hmm. And if I'm conscious of it and alert to it and receive it and then have the intention to to bring that through, even if I'm saying something I've said before, again, which is not quite the case, it's going to have a very different impact because the energy, the frequency of it is different. That's correct. That's correct. And your frequency is going to adjust based on the whole room's energy 
And that's a different piece of it. And, and that's right. an absolutely important piece. Yes. Like I said, the chicken or the egg, right? It's all coming in. Yeah, it's just there are two. The one is how, for me, I guess what happens all the time, <laughs> you know, and that's why I'll sit down to write and it'll be like, oh, there's a new frequency present. How is this going to impact the way in which I'm writing? Right. And that's what's happening with my meditations. Exactly. That's what I recognize. Yes. Right. Right. It's like, oh, okay, guys. All right. So I'm, it, it hasn't cooked yet. I got it. I got it. Let it, let it simmer. Yeah. And my teacher was one who moved so fast that she could never write a book because anything that she wrote was already so old. Right. I've never met anybody that has moved as quickly in, in, in energy, in evolution, in quantum leaps as she did. But yeah, that happens to, the, to me many times, when it, especially when it comes to writing a blog or a post. Right. I'll get this brilliant idea. And I'll, yes. And I'll even write it down or if I'm driving, record it. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh my God, that's excellent. Right. And I'll do whatever. And then I'll come back and I'll go, yeah, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of frustrating sometimes. It's like, damn, I've got this whole library of great ideas, but yeah. So sometimes I go back, good. I'll go back to them and, and I'll be like, you know, that is so old news, or it just wasn't the right time yet, but now is. So uh, I do go back. Excellent point. Yes. Right. Yes, right. Yes. And, and so like you said, timing is really, really important, especially yeah. when it comes to communicating to, to the masses, right. Mm -hmm. Communicating to it, to the right people. Right. And yes, vibing with the right people. And what's interesting is that changes all the time. So I have a, I have a friend, she does, she see, has seen auras her whole life. And so she'll map out auras for you. And she did mine. Um, she did three auras, three settings, a base, and then three settings leading up to my birthday. Mm. And she's like, Gail, you change so quickly. This is going to be remarkable. Mm. And to watch the progression of my aura uh -huh. change. I mean, the first one was like, so I've, I've got this like Orion's belt halo, which is ancient wisdom, if you will. But these orbs are like throwing in more and more. And I'm like, you can feel it, right? You can feel it going. I'm like, yeah, I, I can kind of feel that coming in, right? And then, you know, where I wasn't taking action and then I was taking action, preparing to take action. And like, every time she took a picture, it was a, an exact mm. snapshot of what was going on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in my life. And it was fascinating. I love when people are in those places of great change and often, you know, a lot of my clients or people that come to my regular uh, terrain meditation online, they're going through something in that moment and they're not understanding it because it's because it, they haven't learned how to like live with it yet. Mm -hmm. But what I so appreciate is when people are willing to say, this is what's happening and like one woman um, was saying, I'm just in the muck of it. She was saying this the other day and we did the meditation and she felt how the energies helped her just move through that, have it settle. And that she got the, 
what, you know, where she needed to move to next, right? Just in, in that moment. And, um, and so I love having the opportunity to do these twice weekly meditations online because they're, they're silent meditations, but I do a teaching and then I'm working with people in energy through that whole time. And so they get a chance to receive, they get a chance to experience in their own bodies what I'm taught, what we're talking about here. Yeah. And to have it be very personal for them, like, because they also get to share it. They also right. get to share what it is that they, they notice, what it is they experienced and received. That's just, uh, just um, energy is just, I wish I knew this uh, stuff. I knew it always. We always knew it. I wish I was more aware of my knowing so much earlier in life because I would have taken a different path and yet. Do you think so? I, yet, if I'd taken a different path, I wouldn't have the capacity. I want to say compassion for compassion for my clients to the you depth that I have. You that bridge builder in the way that you understand that. Because I've been to so many, through so much, and I've mm -hmm. done so much, and I have gone through so much metamorphosis in my own life exactly. that I recognize whether or not you're building your cocoon, if you're in the middle of your cocoon, if you're breaking out of your cocoon, exactly. right, where you are in the process. And all of those pieces, all those stages and steps are necessary. Yes. Now, it doesn't mean that we need to stay stuck in the cocoon. No, we want to be That's moving. Exactly. There's got to be motion in the cocoon because we got to be breaking out of it. Exactly. And that hurts. It hurts or... But it hurts so good. Yes. I mean, I, I'm also aware that it can feel scary. And what's fear but that sense of excitement and exhilaration? Yes. 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 And so I also try to remind my, and then we want to get back to you. I also try to remind my clients that this is for fun. This is mm -hmm. a playground and it's an experiment. So what do you do when you're in a lab and you're experimenting? <laughs> you try something and it doesn't work. You go back to your formula, you make a few adjustments and you try it again. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, you just go, you don't throw it up and say, I'm unworthy. I can't do this. Right. You, you get say another, get another opportunity. Right. Right. I just learned something. Mm -hmm. Right. And this mm -hmm. is now how I'm going to adjust. Exactly. Right. That's and lovely. so, yeah. And so when I look back at my, at my life, the good, the bad and the ugly, mm -hmm. you know, it was all, you know, a thank you. I was at least in the place in my life where I adjusted all the time. Like you said, some people get stuck, mm -hmm. but I knew something didn't feel right. I would stay for a little bit, think I can work through it. And then I'd be getting, no, I can't work through it. Need to move on. Right. So I always felt I could make it work. I, right <laughs> now I know if it doesn't feel right, I can't make it work. It doesn't feel mm -hmm. right. It's time to move on. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yes. So Laura, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to know more about your programs, more about what you do and kind of hook up with what's happening in your world? Do you mind if I correct you that it's Laurie and not Laurie? Laura? Absolutely not. Cause I have Laurie <laughs> written down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the best place is on my website, thebacajourney.com. That's B-A-C-A, you spelled it. I'm sorry, the, what did I say? Thebacainstitute.com. Years ago, it was the Baca Journey. Yeah. Sometimes that creeps in, you know, when I start to talk. Um, and and that's where you can, you, there's lots of amazing work in terms of the um, blog posts and interviews and all sorts of things. And there's the quantum connection style quiz that's right there. You can find it if you click a button at the very top of the page. Um, there's the Terea meditation live online twice weekly meditations that you can sign up for. And, you know, and that that's an amazing way to ex- start to experience energetically what we've been talking about here, because it's a low, very low cost. You, you sign up and it happens twice a week, kind of, no matter what. You come or you don't come, or you have access to, gosh, over 750 recordings. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a lot there, and um, I'm of course on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and um, Twitter, which seems to be you know going the way of the dinosaur, perhaps. <laughs> Who knows? So, and all of this information will be in the show notes for for people to access. And so thank you for listening. This is Gail Craft from the Empowering Process Podcast. If this was of interest to you, or if you have a question, please do comment, give us a thumbs up, let us know what you think. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please do share it out. And as always, do subscribe so that you get notified every time there's a new episode. Thank you, everybody. And Laurie, Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com to learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Gail Craft.